welcome to another team profile and projection here on Talking Baseball, where we're giving you an episode a day, every day until opening day. So if this is your first one, subscribe because there's a lot more coming and go back and listen to the last 10 because it was a lot of good stuff. Talking about the St. Louis Cardinals, your 2024 St. Louis Cardinals coming off a fifth placed finish in the NL Central, only won 71 games. My goodness, Jake, this team had to make some changes, right? Jimmy, we're going to sign three starters. So we signed three starters. Sonny Gray coming off a second place in the AL Cy Young to BBD's Garrett Cole. Kyle Gibson, Trev's guy guy, and Lance Lynn, Jimmy's guy guy. Our fingerprints are all over this team. They're coming in to help fix the woes of the 26 in ERA rotation. Keenan Middleton in the bullpen. Matt Carpenter trying to revive it a little bit again. Why not? Kittredge in the pen. Nick Robertson via trade as well. So they addressed what they thought were needs. We like that. Who they lost? Dakota Hudson became somewhat of a project for them. He gone. Um... Neiser was catching for them a little bit. Tyler O'Neill, that one season, he's now a sock. Richie Palacios, our guy. Zuniga, remember how good he was in the WBC? <laughs> Traded to the Angels. Uh, and a couple of Wayno retires, so you're going to feel that. Uh, but the some parts in feel better than the some parts out. And Trev, if I knows this lineup like me thinks, the top six has some action to it. Yeah, there's going to be some interesting decisions for our guy Ali Marmal because they do have you know a plethora of outfielders still, even though they got rid of Tyler O'Neill. Um, there's some second base stuff going on there, but I, I do like this lineup. I, I really do. Uh, Brendan Donovan was a hitter, is a hitter. Mm. Um, he had, uh, I believe, a surgery uh, in his left elbow uh, last year, but he's going to be DHing maybe some second base as well. Paul Goldschmidt obviously at first base. Uh, Lars Nupar is going to be in the outfield somewhere, probably left field. You got Nolan at third. Wilson catching. We'll get into him a little bit later. Uh, Nolan Gorman, he'll be at second base most likely. Uh, Jordan Walker, probably in right field. Uh, we'll see what he does. Tommy Edmond, probably in center field. Mason Wynn, shortstop. Uh, so they have some guys. And that bench now is still really good. They brought in Matt Carpenter. Dylan Carlson, who's a stud. Doesn't really have a spot right now, so he'll be coming off the bench. Probably going to start some games as well. Jose Fermin and Ivan Herrera, another guy that's uh, you know maybe forming one of the better catching duos uh, in all of baseball. They still have Alec Burl- Burleson, uh, Luke and Baker, and Alfonso Rivas are guys to watch out as well during the season. So they have <clears throat> a good lineup. They have depth on their bench as well, and. Now, James, you know, they brought in some new guys. Tell us about that rotation in the bullpen. They got a lot of new guys. And one thing about the rotation is these guys are old. All of the five in the rotation, Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, Steven Matz are all in their 30s. Steven Matz being the youngest at 32. And in the bullpen, they only got two guys, 25. No one under 25. They're going with uh, veteranship on the bump. Ryan Helsley is their closer. Gallegos, uh, Giovanni Gallegos, sorry. Uh, their setup man, Keenan Middleton, two ex-Yankees there. Ryan Fernandez is there. Joe, Joe, Romero, Andrew Kittreds, Andre Palante, and John King. They're old. Uh, Cardinals fans 
were excited when they said we're going to get three pitchers. And I was just perusing some of the forums, and um, they're still kind of upset with the three they landed on. Uh, mostly due to age. I think they really wanted some veteranship. They really, and they talked about wanting people that wanted to be there, wanting people that wanted to help build a culture. I think with uh, Gibby and Lynn and Gray, you are going to build a competitive, competitive as fuck mindset. Yes. Results, we'll see, because Lynn has had his struggles. Sonny's been great. Um, Gibby can offer you what he's offered. I don't think he's risen to him the top of rotation in the last couple of years, even though I love you, Gibby. Um, but I do think there's a lot of guidance that they want from this leadership crew. And there's already reports from spring about Sonny Gray working with Contreras and really like, I don't know if you saw those, uh, that, uh, news article screaming out, um, like this is where I want it. This is how I want to throw it. And then like Contreras putting his glove there and then they're just like, good job fucking nasty hell yeah so they're getting after it and that's what sonny's one of those guys that he's he's going to take the reins there he's going to be a leader in that clubhouse and you know i think that's something that obviously they need uh, a change from in 2023 there's all sorts of stuff that went on in that clubhouse the tyler o'neill situation do you guys remember the wilson Contreras situation they brought him over to catch and they said actually bro you're not going to be our catcher because you don't know how to catch and prepare they're not going to let that happen this year yeah uh, even though they do have Ivan Herrera, who's probably going to catch, you know, I don't know how many. I wouldn't say it's going to be a 50-50 split, probably a 70-30 split, something like that. Do you know what Contreras did after July 1st last year? Mm. Shaved his head. Hit. One dotted it. Oh. Highest OPS in baseball, 440 on base percentage. Like, he's going to be, a, he, he, you need to have this guy in the lineup. And guess what? He's a good player, so fucking treat him like a good player. Don't bring him over and give him a spanking and send him to his room. Like, what what, what happened last year, dude? Maybe it was a mutual wake-up call uh, needed. We're we're pitching bad. I I think it's the catcher. (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Unbelievable, dude. They did that last Uh, Fuck you guys. (laughs) So I I love Sonny Gray being like, hey, let's work with them. (laughs) Like, that's a thought. Crazy. No, the first report is all about Sonny being who he is. If you've listened to interviews or seen him, he is kind of an aggressive little vocal leader. He's a quarterback. Yeah. And he you was say aggressive little. Yeah, well, he is compliment. Bring him down. No, well, I'm a little guy. So that's a double compliment to be a leader oh, while okay. short is like, okay. You know what I mean? Napoleon is double compliment. The air gets, he's a, awesome. Air gets a little thinner up there. The small's got to keep the talls in line. Yep. There's thinkers and doers. <laughs> Jim, can I tell you something you like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys want to guess how many innings? Uh, Kyle Gibson threw last year? 142.2. Trev? Your guy Gibby. You know, solid Orioles team. 180. 192. Yes! <laughs> what a sick puppy. Um, 20 people in the, in the game last year threw over 180 innings. My apologies to Gibby. I guess here's the debate in my head. This rotation, it comes together. Michaelis, Sonny, Gibby, Lynn. Even Matt's pitched the best out of these guys down the stretch last year. He balled out. Um, the thing that it's scaring me, because here's the good news for Cardinals fans. It will be better than last year. I can guarantee you that. This is such a good franchise, man. I think, I think before last season, it was 11 straight years with winning records or something like that. Like This is a great baseball town. This is a very good baseball team. Uh, the rotation is just scary again because is it 
Wow, Lance Lynn taps into his strikeout numbers he found. The homers are down, and he's going. Sonny Gray was awesome last year and has been an awesome pitcher his entire career. Um, I guess for me, doesn't this rotation have a little bit, and I know it's because two of the guys are in it, of that Texas Rangers rotation when they put together all their old men and it didn't click? And I guess it's Heaney and Gray. It's it's where before that. No, it was Gibby, Lynn, and Kluber. Yeah. And oh it, yeah, and it I was, remember that. And it was just like, it's tough because I hey baseball baseball a lot comes down to health, man. And if you're a, if the, if you're a young pitcher, you got questions. If you're an old pitcher, you got questions. And I I I think that's the biggest the biggest fear for me. But either way, because now with these three guys, they do have some depth. Uh, liberator, liberatory. Ho. Oh, um, I will say that was the COVID year, right. Um, and you know, it's, uh, the Reds got hurt by that. Um, Drew Rom.com is, is another young pitcher who pitched a little bit for them who, you know, these, the young guys are now on deck. So they have a little bit of depth there. It's going to be better than last season. I, you just wonder how, how good does it get? And can, how can all of these vets hold up? And we're talking about four guys with 160 innings pitched, or are we, are we looking at the IL come Cinco de Mayo? And it's like. Oh boy. I'm baking on the throwing the innings. I think these guys know how to take care of their bodies. And you mentioned Gibby. Like Gibby's thrown over 140, 150 innings every single it's year of his freak. career. Like he's he like I can't believe this guy's played as long as he has and has had the success that he's had. Like he's I'm so happy for him because you know how I feel about Gibby. Is he uh, like a, a clean of, living guy? Like should oh, I, yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh, okay. yeah. You know, his advice is like he'll have a Snickers bar or something. Like that. <laughs> Same with Lance. Yeah. I don't know. He very much clean living guy. Gibby's okay. going to freaking be a professional. He goes to play he goes to the baseball field and he goes home. That's it. <laughs> He's the best. Um, couple things I like about this roster. Okay. They had five guys go to either driveline or this other place called Tread Athletics and, and go try to improve. Paul Goldschmidt on his accord had a bad year. I mean, he still had a, a good year, but to his standards, not what he wanted. And he knows he's aging, so he went to driveline and tried to increase his bat speed, and he did it. Like, he's going to have better bat speed this year because he went and put the work in. So I fully expect Paul Goldschmidt to come out and be Paul Goldschmidt again. Another thing they're talking about, this is actually awesome. Uh, Palante, guy's a stud. Like, he, he could be a closer. Like, he is a guy. He started to throw a new type of curveball. He used to have a, a curveball that looped way up, and then way down. Now he's throwing it and calling it the death ball. <laughs> the death ball, I'm reading this now. That I have an article. sucks. A death ball is a type of curveball that comes out of the hand and just drops straight down. Hell the yeah. point of it is to have basically zero horizontal movement and to not have the hump or rainbow shape that is common in traditional 12-6 curveballs. You want to tunnel it with your fastball. So I watched him throw, I throw that in Blitz place. Yes. I watched him throw it. These things are going to bounce in front of the fucking plate. So, like, we're either going to see this work and a bunch of just really bad swings because it's, you know, he also throws cheese. So, like, you're think you think it's a heater and you just swing, or we're going to be seeing guys take these pitches. Are we talking like like Karen Chat class now? That's a pretty vertical only curveball. Or are we talking like a floater? It's zero. It goes, I'll, I'll see if I can send you guys the video. It goes like this just literally straight down. Doesn't even make it to the plate. 
But no hump beforehand. No hump. So mm. it's like a split curve almost? Because that sounds more Kinda, like a splitter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it has a spin, so you don't see it out of the hand with no spin like a splitter, but it just goes straight down. I just like uh, uh, another guy, one of their pitchers, uh, Thompson, who uh, you know might be in the rotation at some point. He... Um, he also went there to work on things. He was working on change up or something like that. So, like, I just like that the guys went. You know who else went there with Paul Goldschmidt? Who well, I don't think we mentioned yet. Richie Palacios, our mm. guy. Hot. Can I let you guys know something that helps out this Cardinals team? Yes. Who's yes. a team that they might be competing against in the division? Pop Cubs. Quiz. And another, Brewers. Brewers. and the Brewers, and the and the Brewers had Reds. a guy named Corbin Burns. Pirates. And in the last three years, Corbin Burns has ten starts against the Cardinals, and in those ten starts, he has a one dot six ERA, uh, sixty innings pitched, and that isn't going to happen anymore. So nope. there's two games against the division, two to f- f- maybe potentially four games against the division where you're not just going to get fucking owned. Can I tell you something I like? Yeah. Yeah. Hitting people. I've been trying to tell you this. Jordan Walker, right? Top prospect. He's a kid. He's 21. Can you do something for me? Get sent down. Oh, no. What's going on with the Cardinals? We're sending down our top prospect. Our catcher can't catch. We're sad. Tyler O'Neill's not running hard. <laughs> uh, Jordan Walker was an adventure in the field this year, and it's something they're talking about in St. Louis, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. But at... Age 21, in 117 games, 276, 342, a 787 OPS, 114 OPS plus. It's his rookie season. He's a kid. He slotted seventh in their current lineup. Okay? Like, Jim, you mentioned it briefly beforehand, and you were kind of, I think you were asking if it was almost like a laziness thing, but should last year be kind of thrown out a little bit? I think yes. Like, I, I I think the baseball gods are real people, and I think they struck down on the city of St. Louis in a way, in a, I mean, a mighty smiting we haven't seen in a little while. There's so much talent on this team. I, I, I said that because I, from things we've heard, from all the stories Trev's mentioned, it felt like that team broke camp. The Contreras shit happened early. They were like, wait, we're not ourselves. And then they never regrouped, reassembled, called like an all-hands meeting, uh, had a full-fledged group activity to fix it. You know, like, hey, let's all, like, we all should, this should not be it. And they just let the season go. Because it just kept getting bad. And I think that can't happen again. Like, you'll, you'll get ahead of it with this happening. And I do think there was no, like, kind of culture of, Hey guys, we can do it. They all just thought they were gonna do it, but no one needed to like kind of kick them in the ass. And then they never did it. So, hopefully, winning seventy-one games is a kick in the ass that helps them not repeat that. Like this year, I think yeah, they're skilled. I don't think it was a lack of talent. It was a, I think yes. it was like a lack of identity or like get up. It's like the guy who's like always won the fight, like gets in another fight and gets punched in the fucking face right away and gets stunned. He's like, what just happened? And doesn't recover. Like they got stunned early on the season and just didn't recover. Yeah, I think when they're honest with themselves in 20 years and they write books, they're going to be like, Yachty not being around really fucked us up. 
Yes. Turns out we turns out we leaned on him a lot. And uh, the other thing that kept happening, momentum momentum is real. Like I feel like the Beyonce gif. Momentum is real. And this team last year, every time they were looking to break the hump, they would have a more crushing loss. Uh, that I know there's a lot of focus on the starting pitching, and rightfully so, but that bullpen also gave it up at, at the wrong times last year. And I, I still see the talent. Like, Helsley, Gallegos, um, Kittredge, Middleton, JoJo Romero, like, it's all still there from, like, a 93-win team a couple years ago or whatever it was. So... Um, I don't know. For me, it's it's full tilt. How can the rotation hold up health-wise? Matt's has a history. Uh, the other guys are just old but have been pretty healthy. So, I don't know. I, I can buy in enough, I think. Are you buying in on a Jordan Montgomery reunion as we record in this episode? He's still unsigned. It's The spring training has started. They want to have a six-man rotation to start the year. I haven't heard that rumor, but that... If they were in on Snell or Monty, they go from, hey, what this year, the, the cards will bounce back, right? To like, they are World back. Series Cardinals talk. But I don't know if happen. they're going to do that. I don't know who's going to do that. I know what you can do. I know what you can place a bet on. It's over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA season is in full swing. And at DraftKings, they're giving you no sweat bet. What's that, Jake? No sweat bet means if you get it wrong, you get a bonus back in the same amount up to a thousand bucks. Pretty nice. That's with code talking. They've got their DraftKings daily fantasy stuff. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers use promo code talking. Get a no sweat bet. That's promo code talking only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Um, before we get out of here, Beeb sent me the elusive death ball video. And um, what do you think? I mean, if you read all the comments, not one person is like, oh, sweet. And I agree with them. That just looks like a walk. Well, put him in the box. All, all these commenters need to get in the box. I agree that one, it's like, so 12, six curveballs a death ball now. What are we doing? And the other one guy says his whip is going to be unbelievable. This isn't cricket. Uh, that's going to be like when you play Wii baseball and like you have some people that splitter, they would swing it every time and other people it would be like, dude, I can tell what that is. I'm yeah. not interested. It bounces real early. That's what I said. I'm curious to see if he's just going to get a bunch of bad swings and misses or guys are going to stand up and be like, what I just happened this spring. Trev, I just want to let you know something. You've totally poisoned my mind. I, I anti-pitcher and that's fair. Whatever it's happened. This account that has like YouTube shorts all the time of the driveline sessions where they're pitching without a batter and they just like act like it's a dunk competition. Like they throw a pitch and they all look at the screen and they're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, what are you talking? There's, there's nothing. Imagine Brutal. if we had like, if, imagine if batters took a swing off a tee and maybe there are accounts that do that, but then they celebrate it. They don't. Like it's like a real home run. We're like that guys, <laughs> this is practice. Hitters have they been make humbled. Me That's why they make me cringe a lot. Then they're like really getting common. We're like, look at this, and it's like a, there's like throw a pitch and then look at the data and then celebrate. I'm like, what? Can I he say, spun it? Can I say <laughs> something that could be really fun for this team? Yes. Mason win. 
Yeah. Okay. My son wins. The young shortstop. He's going to be turning 22. He's got one of the strongest arms we've ever seen at shortstop. Like, if, if you're uh, a looser baseball fan, you've probably seen, like, a highlight of him throwing, like, 104 from the shortstop Isn't that the, uh, the Futures game, right? Futures game he balled out. Yeah. He, he's done it a couple times that it's like, that kind of player, nine-hole shortstop, if he can be electric, whether that's making a couple highlight plays at shortstop or, or a couple things offensively, he's like a top 25 prospect, so it's not like, hey, kid, just survive out there. He could, you know, this team's looking for a little bit of a spark. Kid's last name is Win. Come on, Jim. Yeah. Got to believe in something. Wait, is he related to, like, the casino? Don't <laughs> know. Oh, I don't yeah, know if that's no. uh, there. What's the over-under? Did I miss it? All right, this is where... Oh, it's different spelling. Um, is it 84 one, and one a last half? Thing before I, yeah, one last thing before we get into that. This is a note from Dalton that Tommy Edmond and Dylan Carlson are thinking about not switch hitting anymore and both going just right-handed. Cardinals fans, let me know if that's true because I'm fascinated with that. James, your favorite player in the big leagues did that, and yeah, he became a perennial all-star. But it's it's cool if you choose to, to hit lefty. Oh, well, what does it matter? Well, because you face way more righties, so like you'll be at the advantage. He's at the okay. advantage more. Like Cedric. Well, Moore, anyways, cool. I'm interested in that. So tell us uh, if that's really true. The over under is set at 84 and a half. And again, Jake, I'm going to echo you from last episode. It's a dang good line. It is because the wheels could fall off again. <laughs> like we we could be talking about the olds hurt and Marmol and what's going on with this team. Um. Uh, I I'll believe in pink. This this roster looks good. Maybe, maybe it's just in comparison, instead of the next eighteen teams we're about to talk about, the previous eleven teams we've talked about. Um, but there's a lot of talent lineup everywhere, everywhere. Put last year in my rear. If the Cardinals had a normal season last year, this line would be what ninety eighty nine, and it's eighty four and a half. So I I'll, I'll believe in it. Over. I'm also over. I'm also over. Oh, kiss of death. It's tough, I know. Sorry, Cardinals fans. But, I, yeah, I just think that they got a little undervalued. Last year was very bad. There's no denying that. But I think a lot of it, like you said, it wasn't necessarily talent. It was clubhouse stuff. And I think this is a team that's going to add. Whether that is they go out and get a Montgomery before the season uh, or uh, at the trade deadline. Like they're, they're, This team wants to win. So when I see a line like that with this kind of lineup and the the fact that the front office hopefully will want to make some moves to the deadline, I'm in. Open on the road, Dodgers-Padres. That's a hell of a start. Uh, Rangers scouting director's name. Hadn't seen that before. Go Google that. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys later. The word you can't say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, is I mean, like full blown, full blown. Can't I can't say I, it. I remember this. Yeah. Is it like Rusty Coots? No, I don't think there's a different way to pronounce it than the pronunciation. That'd be interesting. That ball, you're out on it. Yeah, I'm pretty out on that. I mean, I I, I can be wrong. I don't care, but I'm pretty. I like I can't be dunking dunk celebration a pitch and drive line.